Hello and welcome back to episode three of You've Got to Be Joking With Me, Meg Rees. I'm going to be talking today about culling and why it's important. It is really fucking important. You know what, I've been talking about this in the last couple of episodes and I really, really wanted to kind of dive into why this is important to me and why I'm talking about it so much. Now, the, the last kind of year... Uh, I was friends with it's actually probably coming up to a year now that I'm not going to be friends with them anymore but and I know I sound like a stuck record but it's a real real lesson that I've had to learn with this and the reason I've done that is because there's been so many red flags like if you were seeing somebody you just can't keep going on with that re- relationship and why would you because you deserve more so I decided to take a step away from this group and really reiterate what I wanted from a friendship and what I wanted was a clear situation where there was trust there was love and there was respect within this friendship group I did not feel the full three the ticked situation from each box the love respect and the trust if you don't have that like I said many times before if there's no trust for me there is no love so going forward how can you have a relationship with someone regardless of what the relationship is friendships are also relationships are actually longer than some relationships you'll have in your lifetime now I was speaking to one of my best friends Rob Zilla who I run the studio with Bad Cat Club she is someone who has been in my life for five years now when we met through her being my client and then she got into tattooing and subsequently ended up working together I think sometimes people are just meant to be in your life for a certain amount of time and this evening we went for dinner and she was telling me something really interesting, which is something that I hope will stick with you as it has with me. People come into your life for three reasons, okay? So they come into your life for a season, a reason, or they're there for life. And I feel like within the last year and a half, obviously going through this breakup, as you know, blah, 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 Meg, we get it, you've been through a divorce, okay? Cry me a fucking river. Anyway... I think at the time that you're at your lowest, you really do. And like I've said before, with the low, low frequency you're putting out there in the world, you do attract that low frequency and people of that caliber will come along and they will suck your energy. It's just kind of like part and parcel of being low and going through a breakup, whatever. Now, they did serve a purpose for an amount of time, of course, as every friendship does. But I think as you go forward and you learn from those mistakes, you kind of realize who your friends are and who and what the people around you that actually do care and would be your ride or dies they obviously there were there for a season they weren't there for a reason and they weren't there for life so the friends that you have for a season it's not such a bad thing genuinely I'm sure they've taught me many lessons I think the lessons really were for me that I'm not going to be walked all over that I'm not going to be a second best to anybody I'm not going to be a oh sorry babes I've got plans now because you didn't answer me I'm not going to be um, at anyone's second call on anything, regardless going forward with any relationship, regard if that's a friendship or whatever it may be. I'm never going to be anyone's second best. And I think that the friendship group I have around me now, it is exactly that. They respect me for who I am <clears throat> and they love me for who I am. And like I said in the last episode and the episode before, I really feel like I've met my like soul group of people within the last, literally in the last six months, which is so crazy. So what I was saying was the reason why it's so great for culling 
is that I made a really, really brash decision. It wasn't really even a brash decision. They did something really awful to one of my friends and I watched all of them from an outsider point of view do this to this one person. And for me, it was kind of like, you know, when you're watching something fall apart from the outside and you're seeing like, it's almost like watching a film. You're seeing the film unravel in front of your eyes and you're like, I can't believe I thought these people were something else when actually they they were completely different characters in this whole film. It's almost like Saltburn, you know? Like, if you've not seen it, please watch it because fuck me, it's, it's insane and I can't stop thinking about it. But the character, the main character in that film plays this thing from the beginning and you think he's this like certain type of great person and then towards the end he turns into something else that you didn't expect and so that's how I felt about this friendship group it was almost like I was putting on glasses for the first time and seeing in 2020 vision of being like oh fuck these aren't the people that I thought they were it was almost like I'd come out of that trance of being like in that world with them and kind of being like so um, taken aback by what I thought real friendship was. Having those moments away from them and seeing them for what they truly were through my lenses, I realised that they are not those people that I want to be spending my time with or my energy at all. They are very much people that would be... I don't know, I just don't like being around negativity. The one thing I don't get, which I will never understand, and I, I never really, I never would want to be on board with in, in any type of situation. Like, we all like bitching about people, right? We all love it. People do. It's, it's part of human nature. But there was one instance <clears throat> that really got me because there was one particular person who called me and said, oh, fucking hell, Meg, I literally can't stand this girl. I can't stand her. She does my fucking head in. Like, I literally can't, I can't deal with being friends with her. Like, I literally fucking hate her. She makes my blood boil. And I, I can't, I can't deal with her being friends anymore. She's done this to me. She's done X, Y, Z. And I was like, oh my God, babe, I'm so sorry. That's really awful. It made me kind of like shaken up for this person. Because I was like, how could they do that to you? They're supposed to be one of your best mates. And then the next thing I see, the next day, is that they're tagged in a photo together all like, hi, how are you? Like, oh yeah, yeah, look, we're best friends. For me, being genuine is 101, right? You know me, I'm genuine. I'll fucking tell you to your face you've pissed me off, right? You know. People, and people have been on this podcast that I've gone on dates with who haven't escaped. And I've like, I've not outed them, but kind of have in a way because I'm like, the behaviour, I'm not going to put up with it. I'm not naming names, but if you know who you are, you know who you are. I'm not going to put up with that behaviour and I don't think anyone should in this world. So that is one of the reasons why it pushed me towards, you know, culling this whole group. When I'd sat back and I'd really gone through the whole situation of it, I was like, am I doing the right thing? I feel like when you even go through a breakup, right, you're like, am I making the right decision? Is this person right for me? Should I spend more time with them? Should I take time to like really um, like think about if this is the right thing? And sometimes actually more than likely friendships are exactly the same, but people get so kind of like um, whirlwind in it that they feel like they can't get out because friendships 
are so different in this in the way that relationships obviously they have sex involved with a friendship you're kind of like you're so hooked on it because you're like I have this love that feels like it's like reciprocated but sometimes it can just be words actions really really do speak louder than words in a lot of ways and I feel like this group really fucking showed me their true colors in the last couple of months well before I called them anyway and when I came to the point of realizing that I was not going to put up with their bullshit anymore I was fucking fuming like when I get to the point of realizing that someone's not going to be in my life anymore it 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 ends with anger with me because the sadness has really kind of even kind of gone at that point like I've gone through the sadness I've gone through the grieving because my brain's already made its mind up of being like absolutely not I'm not putting up with this behavior anymore I'm not putting up this treatment I do not want to be around these people because they are toxic I think when you make your mind up about that it's the most freeing feeling because you're like fuck you like I'm not putting up with this and why should anybody like people upset people right and if you're in a friendship group that's kind of like fickle and they're not real and they pick pick you up and drop you whenever suits them or whenever it's convenient for them that's not a real friendship it just isn't the friends that care about you will be there at a drop of a hat regardless of like whatever's going on that's how friendships are and it should be like you know you pick up the phone you haven't spoken for a couple of months and it's like going back to square one those are the real friendships it's like a family your friends are your family that you choose because you can't choose your family right so you choose your friends as an adult and they're they're like your family and that's so beautiful the people you have in your chosen family should be people that you trust with your life they shouldn't be fickle people who like will pick you up and drop you at any point talk behind your back bitch about you and then to your face they're like oh hi babe how are you absolutely not having it no fucking way sorry no but you know what's really interesting as soon as I did that and as soon as I culled that whole group because I did it kind of I did it kind of like quite brashly one by one and then I thought you know what I don't even want to be watching their fucking stories and what they're up to like I'm not here for it I don't care so I culled all of them regardless I don't like how people sneak behind people's backs I'm not here for it absolutely not point blank you know what I'm like brutal piss me off you're gone you're not coming back in there's one way as an exit and there's no more there's no more re-entry sorry you, you're done <sighs> she's a brutal girl but you know what it's a protection thing because actually in the last six months whilst I culled that group and I realized that they were toxic as motherfucking fuck and yes they might have served me in the way I after my you know getting fucked up after my breakup with my ex but also there was a lot of using going on there as and in hindsight you can see it you're like mm, not here for that not fucking here for it not here for the chatting shit not for it, here for any of it and some friendship groups throughout any friendship groups throughout anyone's life you can see it, you can see the toxicity there's so many of them and people use each other for certain different things and like you know whatever but when you meet people that are real soul connections it's very clear you're like it's like night and day there's no like anxiety Uh, you know a lot of people said to me like you seem like so much more calm now like less hectic and I'm like you know what I think it's because I'm not friends with that that group anymore because I was so on edge of like 
they all really care about like what everyone thinks and you know all that kind of thing and I'm just a bit like I'm yeah I'm not I'm not here for it I'm only going to be putting people in my life that I really deserve to be around you know happiness and love and respect and trust like I said if there's no trust there's no love and I quite literally will keep saying that till the end of my life genuinely Manning, I, I definitely manifested this whole group for sure like it's interesting I was speaking to Rob Zeller earlier and it's funny how throughout your life you cull one person right regardless of how long ago this is well like for instance I had a person that was like very similar to one of my ex's friends who recently has come back into my life but in a different human form like a very similar personality and it's very similar to Rob Zilla used to teach and she said I used to have a classroom full of kids and then I'd be teaching another class but they'd be like the same pupils but in different bodies and it was really strange and I was like that's so crazy because I've literally feel like I've met these people again but in different bodies but better better people like with similar personalities but like way better like crazily better like almost like an like a like an upgrade on the person but like to another level like crazy so what I'm saying to you is like you can manifest your friendships your life genuinely you can manifest your life a hundred percent I believe that even writing things on like a board of like the things that you want and looking at them every day and having a vision board I've had this throughout my whole career pretty much my whole life having a vision board looking at things and going over and over again thinking of like the things that you want in your life like what do you want in your life like write it down like the biggest dreams of your life write it down and be like this is who I am don't write this is what I want this is who I am this is what I'm doing I am this I'm I am that so I am going to be this I'm going to be that write down the same for your friendship groups like what you want in friends do you want them to be caring do you want them to be loving you know what do you want from that you have to ask for it if you don't ask for it you don't get it right and the same goes with love if you're really putting yourself out there, like I, I mean, I, I say I was putting myself out there. I was kind of like just slagging around the last year and a half because obviously got to be done. Got to get out of my system. And I feel like it's out of my system now. I'm like, I'm not even bothered about guys anymore. Like I, I literally don't even look twice at people that walk down the street. I'm just like, oh, fuck off. Like I'm not even bothered. I'm in the career era right now. I'm in the like setting my future for myself goals of like 2024 of like being a boss bitch and I think that genuinely is like my love right now is taking care of myself and you are number one I go back to this in the beginning of the podcast you are your number one and you have to be that I think if you're opening doors for people that don't deserve to have the doors open for and you let those worms slip under the door they're gonna stay around and they're gonna blood suck you they will that's what they do and it's every single time and until you close those doors and go you know what even though they were giving me a slight bit of attention and a bit of something they were toxic because they were actually every time I left them they made me feel like shit does that ring a bell for you because it rings a bell for me every single time I think about the people that I've culled I'm like thank god and I think I'm when I speak to Robzilla and I'm like oh I really want to text him and she's like don't do it because he was really mean to you and I'm like you know what you forget those things you do you only remember the good things and why is that because your brain I swear your brain chemicals are going back to like oh god he was so dreamy but was he he wasn't dreamy he was a fucking asshole to you 
He was an asshole, he was a manipulative prick, he was an anar- he was a narcissist and treated you like shit. Why do you want to text him? Because you want the attention. Because you're not on the apps anymore. That's why. And I keep having to rep- remind myself, you are so much better than that. It's the same goes with friendships, with love, with life, with career, with everything. If you've got a goal that you want to set to yourself and you feel like, and you're like, oh God, I don't think I'm good enough. Take that fucking thought out of your mind right this fucking second. I'm not having it. Because there's no such word as can't. There really isn't. You can do anything if you put your mind to it. Don't let that self-hatred talk you down. Seriously, you can do whatever you want in this life. Genuinely, can is a fucking, a really, really big possibility for anybody. Saying can't, it's almost like you're already setting yourself up to fail, but you can't do that. That is the only reason why I'd use the word can't. You actually can't do that because I'm not having it. You can do anything in this life if you set your mind to it. And genuinely, I am living proof of that. If you believe in yourself, if you believe it, you can do it genuinely if you believe it you can motherfucking do it until the sun comes up and the cows come home genuinely I believe in positive thinking the world that I've like created for myself I've done this all in with positive thinking and being like a driving force in myself and not letting anyone get in my way and you shouldn't because you are your number one and I genuinely will say this forever I think also setting boundaries is a massive thing as well There's been so many things that have happened to me in the last year and a half that I've been so many lessons and so many heartbreaking lessons and I've gone through so much that I just literally want to share it with you all because the lessons that I've gone through I'm like fuck I don't even know where to I don't even know where to start and that's why it's so hard to explain it to you over a podcast because my brain goes off into like this ADHD situation where I'm like oh shit that's that there's that story then there's that one so you know what I'm like but stay with me. So for instance recently I called another friend who actually at the beginning of series one I'd said that I'd culled and then I was like you know what he wasn't so bad and so I let him back in my life and then we became close again but there was a clear situation where he the feelings for him were still there with me because we were seeing each other at one point so you know there was kind of like that kind of like imbalance of uh this isn't a friendship it was a kind of like a weird, it was a, a weird, we, we, we got on well and like I, I got on well with him, but there was almost like that, he kind of didn't know how to like not overstep a boundary. He was like, I don't know, I don't really know how to explain it. Anyway, he stayed at mine recently and he overstepped a boundary and made me feel really uncomfortable. And I, from that moment was like, I gave you a second chance. I can't, I can't do this again. I don't give anybody ever a second chance because I don't really think there's there's much point but I gave him a second chance and he blew it I feel like if you give someone a second chance most of the time they'll prove the point to you again that the lesson you should have learned from the beginning and your gut feeling was call that person don't go back to them again but you do and then what happens the same lesson comes up again and the universe goes Megan should have listened babe the first time because you were right, you were right, but you didn't listen, so this is what I'm saying to you, so if if you've got that gut feeling about something that's like just not right in your life, someone's not giving you 100% in a a friendship, a relationship, a job, something that's not, it's just feeling a bit icky, a little bit strange, 
trust your fucking gut. And if it feels weird, like, you know, sometimes I came away from those friendships feeling like anxious or feeling like on edge or feeling like I'd said something like I shouldn't have said or, you know, and actually that's not how you should feel with any friendship or any relationship. You should feel like at ease. Like for instance, when I go for Rob, dinner with Rob Zilla, who's my business partner and also one of my, my bestest friends, I come away feeling like I've been with my sister. Like she's just like so sweet, so like, so thoughtful, relaxing to be around. I don't need to say anything to her really. Like it's a comfortable silence. Everything about this girl, absolute fucking angel on this planet. And you should only really like surround yourself with people like that. People that really love being around you. Because some people are just, I don't know what it is. Some people just like to get their foot in the door with some people. I'm not sure why. I feel like there's always like a, an ulterior motive. And I hate the ulterior motive because it shouldn't be that with any friendship or anything like that. It should be like a straight up, I like you because of who you are. And I want to fucking spend time with you because you're a fucking legend. It should be only that. And I love you because you, you are who you are. Carling's not a bad thing, guys. Setting boundaries is not a bad thing. And like I said, people come into your life for a season, a reason, or they are there for life. There's no in-between, genuinely. Toxic people will come in and out and they'll teach you lessons along the way. And I've had many of those in the last year, genuinely. Many, many, many of those. But it doesn't mean that culling is a bad thing. It's a great thing. Because culling them is closing the doors and saying no to the universe. No, universe. Nah. No, what? You know what? Nearly tricked me there nearly tricked me there not putting up with it there am I not putting up with it because you know what I'm going to go forward in my life and I'm going to close that door as hard as it is I'm going to say no I deserve better and what happens it's quite instantaneous well it has been in my life someone week later I'll meet meet them and I'll be like what the fuck how have we not met like the stars are aligned quite literally like you say no to one person who wasn't serving you the next week, another person walks into your life who is meant to be in your life. Saying no, it's not a bad thing. Genuinely. So I just wanted to leave you with that, really. Manifesting. I mean, if you're not into it, then please have a moment and realise that actually, if you can believe, you can do. Genuinely. That's manifesting. Positive thinking is manifesting. In a way, you know, like if you're as I manifest a lot myself, so like I will sit at home and I'll manifest. Because I feel like if you want a certain life for yourself, who's gonna get that for you? You are. You're the only person that can do that. If someone's holding you back, be that a relationship, a friendship, a job, you're doing a job that you hate. I've spoken about this many times before and I did this, I was stuck in it. I've done so many jobs under the sun, like genuinely, I was a stripper, I've worked in call centres, I've worked in hospitality, I've worked in a hotel, I've worked in fucking, God, I can't even think all the jobs that I've done. Shitty fucking jobs I hated and I was like, I deserve better than this. I just do and I knew it from a young age. I knew that I was going to do something great with my life and I knew that it was going to take a long time. It's frustrating, the jobs that you go through. If you feel like you're destined for better, and I feel like most people are in this world, then fucking do something about it. If this is your sign to say, look, quit that job, get rid of that relationship, get rid of that toxic friend, then this is your sign from me saying fucking do it. Because we're in 2024, and this is the year to make great things happen. I'm going to leave you with this. 
Be a bad bitch. Don't let anyone step on your toes. There's no trust, there's no love. And going forward, you are your number one. There is nobody else that's going to get in your way. And I will see you next week with a brand new guest. I'm Meg Reese, and this is You've Got Me Joking. And thank you for joining me again, listening to me blabble on about God knows what, God, God knows when, but sending you all the love on this Monday. And I will see you and speak to you very, very soon. Lots of love and take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.